0: Continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. You are listening to the 23 Personnel Podcast, where food and sports clash at the goal line. Here are your hosts, Spencer and Michael.
1: What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the 23 Personnel Podcast. I'm your host, Spencer, joined by Michael.
2: Hello, everybody. I'm sorry if I'm out of breath. I'm raising the roof over here.
1: Just raising the roof. He's He likes to dance to the intro and outro music. You, you guys don't get to see it, but... I Hopefully you never will. <laughs> I do. I get to see it. It's great. <laughs> What's up, man? Nothing. Just had
2: a nice vacation last week. Ready to, ready to dive back into it. Show you my shorts.
1: Yeah, we, we were talking right before we hit record. We actually went on vacation a week apart to very similar near parts of the state down there it's true. near Austin on some bodies of water.
2: So we were there in spirit at different times, sort of.
1: In different places.
2: Yeah, ships passing in the night and whatnot.
1: Yeah. So this is our fifth short of the summer. Five of six. I believe we'll just do one more and then we can get back into football because at the time of recording this, not that it has any bearing on college football, but NFL training camps starting up, man. Like the Cowboys are off in California. Um, We're, you know, a week or two away from fall camp starting here in in Lubbock and we're barely a month away from the first game. So.
2: I know. I can't believe it. And on top of that, there's been a lot of baseball turnover. A lot of turnover on the roster. There's been a couple of new additions on basketball. We'll we'll just we're still just gonna take a break, a mental break for the next couple episodes, and then we'll hop back into and probably have gosh, we'll probably record some episode that will need to be broken into three parts or something. Yeah. We get back into the meat of it.
1: Yeah, because we we had the the MLB draft and then since then guys mm-hmm. have said, yes, I'm going, I've signed my contract. No, I'm coming back. Had some additions continuing to add to the basketball roster. Uh, the updated football roster with weights came out. Some changes there. I Things that we would talk about in August. It's yes. not August yet. At least when we're recording. So This week's episode, most of these ideas actually came from Michael, but this week we're talking about Texas tech athletic storylines that could be, or should be made into a movie. Um, because we haven't had any like super high flying success, Both of ours revolve around a coaching change and I'll I'll leave it there until we get started. But, um, as we get going, guys, always remember you can follow us on Twitter at 23 personnel at punts suck and at Michael underscore LBK on Instagram, 23 personnel podcast and on Spotify green room. Michael, you excited to do some live podcasting in the fall?
2: I am pretty excited. I think that's going to be a really cool platform next month and it's, it's going to be raw, man. It's, it's, it's coming at you.
1: It's coming at you. So we've been talking about this for a few weeks. Um, You, you know what this is, but it, it is the live audio only sports talk platform free to download and to use. Talk to us, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. Start or join ongoing conversations. Watch games together, react to the biggest news, rumors, and games. Talk with our sports fans, insiders, athletes, and executives in real time. Because it's not just for us, Texas Tech, 23 personnel fans. Like, if you were to jump on right now, and of course this is only related to the time that we're recording, there will be many NBA Finals rooms going on right now. Because Absolutely. Of- Game six is tonight, just to give you a little snapshot into when we recorded this. You can talk with other sports fans, like I said, in real time, not just Texas Tech fans. Join in the conversation with us, have a chance to be featured on our 23 Personal Podcast. We will be hosting rooms weekly, Saturday evenings following Texas Tech football games. All you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app. It's free in the iOS and Android app stores. Create a profile, link your Twitter, and join the group. Follow me, Twitter Personal Spencer Rogers, to be notified when our room goes live. All right, main event, because that's what we—that's what we do here in the summer shorts. Get the little intro in, and we just jump right in. So Texas Tech movie ideas. I will go first because I don't think I want to, I want to save some room and time for Michael's. I, I feel like his is much more fleshed out and developed and uh, ready to be sold to a script writer. Where, oh, well, thank you for mine. I struggle a little bit. Yours needs a little work. Yours needs a <laughs> needs little, little work. I've found out very quickly. I am not a casting director. Um, When we start going through that aspect of it, realize I started off with looks first and really that's the only thing I went off with. So, all right. So my idea was to capture the transition from like November, December, 2012. Um, you know, as, as jumping out the window that out there at, uh, the 50, 50 yard line, Restaurant there that's no longer, I believe. It's gone. Yeah.
2: I don't know if they could shoot it on location. I'll have to recreate that.
1: Yeah. That's okay. F- to the hiring and the beginnings, probably just the first, uh, you know, seven weeks of the season into 2013 of Cliff Kingsbury's first year at Texas Tech. The working title. That's vital. an
2: interesting one. That's an interesting one to choose.
1: Um, because at that time, you know, like you've kind of gone through, you had the long-standing coach was fired um brought in Tuberville and went with a completely different mindset uh kind of changed the paradigm of the program and talked about championships and wanting to win the highest levels where Leach just you know did what he wanted like he talked about what he wanted to talk about he was super successful on the field uh but never really talked about winning championships or even competing for them. Anyways, you had that absolutely did not work. Um, really continued to split the fan base. And then you get this hire of Cliff Kingsbury and the first two months of the season, you're like, Holy crap, here we go. We're getting to thing back and rolling. So I would cut it there before you head up to, to, to Norman, Oklahoma and lose that first game. Um, or maybe you end it there because you know,
0: Explore more stories like Shana's at meta.com/slash/metaverseimpact.
1: terrible title prodigal son but you know I went with a low hanging fruit here and I will apologize for this casting like I said I went on <laughs> looks first or similar roles that they've played in the past okay so hear me I'm gonna start with Tommy Tupperville. I feel like you're gonna hate me for this Michael
2: you have gotta sell me on this one
1: so I'm going with Tom Hanks <sighs>
2: Here's the America thing. America's sweetheart, Tom Hanks is gonna play <laughs> He's gonna Tommy Tupperville.
1: The villain here. Is it just because his name was Tom? No, <laughs> no, no, no. Even worse than that. Because I was doing some some deep research. I was looking for looking at the people who may have looked like Tommy Tupperville. And this one article said Fred Rogers. Tom Hanks has played Fred Rogers. Not a great connection. <laughs> Then I went back and went like a little more in in the look side of it. Not necessarily like the um, performance and attitude. Although I think both these guys could probably do it. Dustin Hoffman or Sam Elliott.
2: Okay. I'm very interested in either of those probably more Dustin Hoffman than not because I know that in this movie you will have a scene of Tommy Tuberville ripping the
1: headset off the absolutely have to have that.
2: And that's, that's where I'm, that's where I'm looking at. I'm like, even even though we know Oscar winner Tom Hanks could probably pull that off, I, I kind of don't want him to. I just don't want him to take the role. I don't. I don't want to.
1: Well, there, there's a lot of
2: feel this way about Tom Hanks, <laughs> but Dustin Hoffman, for some reason, he's taken some. I mean, for some reason, I don't. That doesn't bother me. He's taken some roles like that where he's kind of like a. I, I don't know. I could see Dustin Hoffman doing it well. Yeah. Okay.
1: Uh, it only goes downhill from there okay so <laughs> no, the next one's good the next and it's obvious it's, it's obvious good. like if we're gonna cast cliff kingsbury you obviously have to go with the actor everybody said he looks like and that's ryan gosling that's nailed it okay I mean, moving on yeah no issues um then we needed some key figures in this early season uh, on field battle stuff and i had to i had to cast two quarterbacks I had to cast baker mayfield and davis webb mm-hmm. um when I did some look alike research for Baker Mayfield, you know who came up a lot? Gardner Minshew. Who? Oh, which yes. I mean may, may, maybe he comes in and actually plays the on-field segments of, of of the movie. Like he's the quarterback you see on the field with the helmet on throwing the ball. The actor. <laughs> um and it's because they said Gardner Minshew looks like John Grease, I said we should have John Grease play Baker Mayfield. Problem with this is he's like 60 years old. Yeah, he's 64. Yeah. Um, we need him to be 19, although it doesn't really matter because everybody hated May- Mayfield anyways.
2: Well, if y'all don't know who John Grease is, the, the other good tie-in is he's Uncle Rico in yes, Napoleon is. Dynamite. <laughs> so who he can also, throw the football over the mountains. Yes. So there's, there's kind of a fun tie-in there, but he's I'm afraid to say that he's probably almost 50 years too old. So what's your backup? Do you have a backup?
1: Not a better backup. Bradley Cooper, again, going for looks. I think he could probably pull off a younger player, obviously better than John Grease, but I'm <laughs> both like, actors, both actors nice. to play
2: Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Are both um, younger than Ryan Gosling.
1: Well, that's fine cuz they they, they had to Gardner be Minchie, Bring him in. He could he could say some lines. So He's got this. In my research they were like, "Actually, we think uh Baker Mayfield may be a better actor than a, than a football player." It's like, "Oh, I can't cast him as himself." But
2: All right, he is a he is a good actor in those commercials. Oh, I really enjoy him.
1: Yeah, those um State Farm commercials. All right, Davis Webb? Farm? I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I couldn't care less. Davis <laughs> Webb, RJ Mitty, um who played Oh, I'm blanking his name, but he was the son. Walt Jr. Walt Jr. in Breaking Bad. Um, that's solid. Again, it had everything to do with how he looked as an adult. Now, I think he and Davis Webb from, you know, 2012, 2013 could p- have a passing resemblance to each other. <laughs> um, and he's a
2: really good actor.
1: Yeah, and I'm 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 sure he he could pull off the the savior role that, that Webb had to come in and and play for those first few games as they bounced back and forth between Mayfield and Webb. Um and then as like I I don't know why this this uh breaking bad connection just kind of it just happened. Um but there's one key figure that has been a staple in Texas Tech athletics and football for like what was like 20 something years and Tommy McVeigh. So he had, he has to have a presence in this and it's probably a small, but like an advisor, advisory, advisor, adversarial,
2: maybe a cameo, maybe no. a cameo appearance, probably a cameo. Uh,
1: Dean Norris, who was the, what the, the federal agent brother-in-law. DeWalt. You just started, you just,
2: you watched a lot of breaking bad lately.
1: No, no, I've, I've watched <laughs> it once.
2: But really, Dean T- T- Norris, I don't, I don't know, man. I think, I think you should put Tom, Tom Hanks in there for Tommy <laughs> McVeigh. <laughs> He'll play both roles.
1: <laughs> no, Tom Hanks is Tommy McVeigh, and Dustin Hoffman as Starberville. Yes. Anyways, so the drama there of of bringing the the fan base back together, getting rid of the coach that everybody felt like. Could take them somewhere. Everybody kind of figured out real quickly that wasn't going to happen, uh, and then just the way he left, and then uniting everybody with the hire with Kingsbury, and only going as far as just the uptick, up sweep. Those first few weeks, we start off seven and
2: zero. Yeah, then the movie ends.
1: <laughs> and the movie ends on uh, a phantom offensive pass interference against Jakeem Grant in the end zone and Norman. You kind of cut to the sideline where you've got, I don't know. Um, this is a different game, but the shot of of Kingsbury and Davis Webb on the sideline next to each other, I think they're watching Mahomes at this point, but we're like he thro- he has a, like a turnover, or whatever, and they're both like, Oh no, that's not good.
2: Oh, is it the face palm thing? Yeah, yeah. Th- that's I the think- face palm gif that everybody posts.
1: Yeah which I think was okay. the next year in Stillwater actually, but. Oh,
2: that's right. That's right. Yeah. Cause they were wearing the ombre. I think
1: I didn't, I, I didn't hate that, that uniform. It's oh, right
2: a take for another
1: show. It wasn't as okay. bad as the ombre that they wore against Oklahoma at home. One of those years, the red to black one,
2: the red and black one. Yeah. I did prefer if I had to, I pick like the white ombre, and silver. Yeah. Uh, uh, a, a yeah. Per, better. Okay. Anyways, preferred the white, the white Rorschach test. Um, <laughs> so 2009 don't don't my movie don't, is set in 2009 yeah
1: let, let, let's let let's just go right to, right to michael's let's not let's skip over mine now
2: <laughs> I, I thought of a couple other things that i mentioned to you i mean obvious landmark moments in tech uh sports history the 2019 national championship game or just that team yeah that would have been great that, yeah but that's not a
1: but it not had, a happy ending really <laughs> yeah that's why i am saying like the other like because you went basketball my other thoughts were baseball is like even like on our best baseball years we didn't we didn't do all that hot in omaha yeah i mean i Anyways. guess we could
2: focus on the we could cast someone for kitley and get a track team who be going
1: yeah yeah maybe so <laughs> they're close enough right they're cousins okay so
2: my my movie is obviously 2009 i'm sure everyone knows it's the whole Mike Leach debacle. I just feel like this would be, I would watch a 30 for 30 on this. I would watch something about it. As much as I hate it when people bring it up, anytime that you know tech throws an incomplete pass, they blame it on Kent Hance or or whatever. The Curse? Yeah, The Curse, all that stuff. I hate everything about Ooh, it, but...
1: the thir- 30 for cur- 30, it's going to be called The Curse. <laughs> That's That would be it. The Pirates, The Curse of the Pirate. Or your title, which could be better
2: well my title is is called captain's quarters which of course is referring to the quote-unquote electrical closet in which adam james resided for so
1: 30 seconds
2: <laughs> yeah
1: long enough to take a video s- sits into his dad
2: but as as much as this subject just irritates me it also is <laughs> genuinely interesting and fascinating and there's been so much random stuff come out over the years and the The uh, you know request of information, all the emails and stuff, and it would be interesting if someone kind of compiled it all together. I think this
1: here's. Sorry to interrupt you. I'm. I won't do it again. Last one. (laughs) Probably not. But I really like like your idea as like a like a really in depth documentary, more than like a like a a drama movie, entertainment style. Like,
2: agree. I would. I would. I mean, I'm serious. If there was a thirty for thirty about this
1: it would be great. And
2: I would gladly watch it because I don't remember a lot of details. And I know that, like I said, stuff trickled out later. And so it didn't really sit in my brain as much, but okay. Let me start with the casting. It's fantastic. I really think, well, thank you. I hope it, I hope it's decent really. and, And just the premise of the movie would basically be pretty much the game that I think, Um, James has the concussion. That's probably kind of where the movie would start. You know, there might be some montages or something to Leach's successful season the year before or whatever. And then it's going to end because there's really no happy ending in this movie. Um, Much like all the other ones we picked, except for maybe the track team. It's just going to end winning the Alamo bowl. (laughs) It's just going to be the end of it. And it's going to have that thing where it's, you know, Ruffin McNeil went on to coach for Eastern Carolina and lives, lives at so, so and so with his wife and so and so or whatever. And then
1: Lincoln Riley Lincoln. is now the head coach at <laughs> Oklahoma University. Yeah. And has won the big 12. You know? Seven consecutive times.
2: <laughs> yeah. So it'll just kind of have that thing at the end. All right. So casting, um, I'm casting Brad Leland as Mike Leach just because I love Brad Leland. He's Buddy Garrity in Friday Night Lights, if, if you watch the TV show. Also? And that sorry. actor is just fantastic.
1: A bit of trivia, born in Lubbock.
2: That's right. He was born in Lubbock, so he was born to play this. Um, he resembles Leach well enough. And I think I, I just want a vehicle for Brad Leland. I just feel like he deserves it. So when I, pitch, when I pitch this to the, the powers that be in Hollywood, they've just got to cast my guy. Um, Adam James.
1: I'm, I'm sorry. I just looked up who this person was.
2: <laughs> going with YouTuber slash wrestler or something, boxers, Logan Paul. And I've got links. If you go to Stake in the Plains, where, our, uh, where we've posted this podcast, I've got links to photos that I think work the best. So the photo I picked of Logan Paul has him with like bleach blonde, long shaggy hair. And he looks just like Adam James did in 2009. So that's why I'm picking him. And I think a lot of people don't like him. So it would be kind of a natural fit. Uh I really don't know much about the kid. Me either. But when I opened the pictures, like, holy crap. Like that's spot on. (laughs) Okay. So Kent Hance, I thought, I thought pretty long and hard about this. I had to pick a bald actor for obvious reasons. And I went with Ed Harris. I think Ed Harris is probably a little more intense than Kent Hans is, but he's so good. And so I think he would, he would bring the gravitas to the cast already.
1: What about Billy Bob Thornton?
2: Ooh. Oh, that's good too. Cause he technically is bald, even though he's wears well, some piece or something now. Mm, yeah. Ooh, short. Billy Bob's good. No, I like that too because he's already got the southern thing down. Oh, he really resembles him. Okay, okay. So I'm I may be changing that out. I'm gonna I'm gonna put that in parentheses. Oh, that's good. Okay, uh, my next one is a curveball.
1: <laughs> You're not ready for it.
2: I, I feel like you know Gerald Myers was obviously the athletic director during this time. He would need to be cast in this movie, and. I'm going to pick a guy that kn- that knew him. I'm going to pick Mac Brown in his acting debut to play Gerald Myers.
1: And you know what? Like there's enough of a of a facial resemblance there that it it could it could work. I think it's more than just that too. I just think you know, I
2: could see kind of some mannerisms translating and just it, it might work. It might work. Just bear with me. Um the next one I don't expect y'all to know even who both of them are, but If you live in Lubbock, you know who uh, the heavy hitter Ted Liggett is, who is the lawyer (laughs) for Leach during all this stuff. Um, And so he's going to have to be in this movie. And I picked a guy that's probably been in a ton of stuff that you didn't know who he was. I had to look up his name. I watched this random show called Wayward Pines years ago. And um, the actor's name is Toby Jones. So he's in that. He's in... um, I think one of the captain America movies, he's kind of like a bad guy, Nazi he's, he's in just a ton of stuff. So if you look up Toby Jones, you'll kind of get the vibe I'm going for. I think he could play Mike Leach's lawyer pretty well. Next, we've got to cast Ruffin McNeil and Lincoln Riley. So Ruffin McNeil, I think I found a, the perfect guy, uh, Gary Anthony Williams. And it's weird that I know him from an audio medium more than acting. But I, he's just—he's another guy who's been in everything you've seen, mm, most notably yes. probably uh, Mad TV. He was on Mad TV for years, you know, about a decade ago. Of course, I think he was on it till it went off the air. But he's—I um, know him from oddly enough a podcast called Spontaneous Nation that's no longer running either by Paul F. Tompkins, and they did improv skits together. So he's, he's a really funny guy. He's really into improv, but he can of course do other stuff too. So I think he's a great fit for Ruffin McNeil. And then Lincoln Riley, I'm open to interpretation. Um, I went with a couple of people. I went with, Oh, the kid that played the quarterback in Friday night lights, the movie. But I think he's too old to play like a 27 year old Lincoln Riley. I could see that kind of working. I forget his name, Josh Lucas. Um, I considered Taylor Kitsch, who played uh, Riggins in the Friday Night Lights TV show, because apparently everything revolves around Friday Night Lights in my casting.
1: Josh Lucas is not the quarterback in Friday Night Lights. Oh, what's his name?
2: No, Josh Lucas is in. Um, gosh, that's like the Sweet Home Alabama guy, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Oh man, I'll or have take to work, look this up. Work. No, oh, he's too he's too old because you need somebody that can play like uh, a 20, 27... Lucas Black. Lucas Black is the kid's name. He's not a kid. He's my age. Whatever. So I anyway, all this to say, I settled with Ty Sheridan, who is kind of getting more known. He was in Ready Player One. That was probably one of his biggest ones where he was the main guy in it. He's younger. He's in his 20s, but he's from Texas. That's what kind of talked me into it. I feel like he would play a good Lincoln Riley. And then here's the big, the, the, the big one. I mean, you can't have a movie about the whole Mike Leach thing called captain's quarters without Craig James. Who else would you pick to play Craig James? But, but my friend, his son, yeah. In a redemption role of a lifetime, Adams James makes right with all of Tech Nation and plays his dad. Yeah. I'd see it. I'm not I'd so sure about movie. that one, man. <laughs> they could age him up a little bit. It'd be great. He so, kind of looks like him.
1: So going back for a second to Ty Sheridan, I, I had to look up who this was. Um, the first picture I saw of him was like, he looks like Andy Sandberg. For half a second, And I was like, "But he actually kind of looks like Josh Lucas and like Tom Hardy, like
2: Tom Hardy." Yes,
1: there's like all these like you see a facial expression like, "Oh, he looks like this person," but then no, yeah,
2: Yeah, he's got a look. He's definitely got a look. Yeah.
1: So that's all I've got. I mean, any
2: any other thoughts? Do you have any? You know, they'll, they'll they'll end after the. And they won the Valero Alamo Bowl, and so you, and there'll you, be like some prologues of text still. Or text still has not paid Mike Leach. The lawsuit is ongoing. He's
1: now hired a PR firm <laughs> and put up billboards and all sorts of stuff. Comes back to Like L- L- every year to sign a book. <laughs> right, um, right. So, would you just not do any kind of uh, like outside of Adam James? Would you not do any players, or just only on the admin and the coaching staff? And there would—I mean, I
2: guess there would need to be. Yeah, there would need to be a couple of players, wouldn't there? I mean, if if we're talking uh, Gardner Minshew, he could he could play Taylor uh, Potts. Taylor Potts, <laughs> yeah, that'd be pretty perfect. Just, just, just have him walk over from your set. He's throwing (laughs) the ball around. He'll just change jerseys from, from Mayfield to Nick or Potts or whatever. And then, then throw the ball around on my set. Yeah, man. It'll work out. We'll cut costs.
1: All right. So let (laughs) us know which, which, uh, movie or documentary you would much rather see. Michael's captain's quarters following the, the, the epilogue, not the epilogue, um, just the drama surrounding Mike Leach and his his departure in December of two thousand nine, or the transition from Tommy Tuberville to Cliff Kingsbury and my drama full length feature film.
2: <laughs> well, and let us know too where we got it <laughs> wrong and what event we should have depicted. Yeah, you know I'm I'm sure there's some other good ones to think of, but. I thought maybe maybe not a direct sports one, like a sports-adjacent t- one, and you, you kind of felt the same way. So, guys, we've already told you before, but Spotify Green Room is here. It is a live audio-only sports talk platform, so you don't even have to look at me. You can feel free to download and use. You can talk to me, other fans, athletes, and insiders in real time. It's perfect for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, and reacting to breaking news. Spotify Green Room is a free audio only social media platform for sports fans. You can start or join ongoing conversations, talk with other fans, join in on a conversation with me, and you can have a chance to be featured on our podcast. Please, please try to be featured on our podcast. We're, we're just, it's just us talking this whole time. So all you need to do is download the Spotify Green Room app free in iOS or Android App Store, create a profile, link your Twitter, and join our group. You can follow me at 23 personnel to be notified when we go live. And that as Spencer mentioned, should all start in the fall. So be looking for that.
1: Can't wait, man. Um, I mean, I don't know if it's been officially announced, but we're, we're working to get back on, on a pregame radio show here. locally in town Yes, would be simulcast, uh, other cities in the region and worldwide on the internet.
2: Also on AM and FM in Lubbock, Texas. Now
1: that's the exciting part getting on FM. Like, Oh man, we've been legitimized.
2: Yes. Because you that was to hear my, my voice.
1: That was my doing and Michael's doing. No, it had absolutely nothing to do with us. We're just happy <laughs> Not to, to tag along. Um, all right. This one could start some fights, especially here. In Texas, start one, bench one, cut one. This week, we're talking salsa, queso, and guac. Michael, Whew. for for me, though, it wasn't really all that close. Samantha, almost complete backwards of what I said. So I'm going to start queso. Are you surprised?
2: No, but you're going to... Okay, you're going to start queso. I'm going
1: to start queso. Okay. I think there's so many, well, with all three of these, like you can, you can have a million different variations and have it still be pretty good. I made a smoked queso earlier this year. <laughs> it was phenomenal. I may never go back. it has been to like, talking about it for pot. weeks, guys. I may never go back to the crock, pot. if you want the recipe, it's on Meat Church. Those guys are down there in Waxahachie. I uh, have a little barbecue channel. Um, anyways, great stuff. I'm going to bench salsa and cut guac. Now for me, a a lot of the flavor of guac comes from like the onions and everything else that goes into it. I'm not a raw onion fan. Like I don't, I don't like Pico and I don't like super oniony guac or salsa. Um, So my stipulations of why I'm going to bench salsa is because a lot of people like onion. And some people are really heavy on the onion in their salsa. Not me. Rosa's, their hottest salsa um, is, I don't know if it has any onion in it. It's got a great flavor and great heat. I love it. But there's so many different restaurants, whatever, that will just load it up with onion. And then guac, like I said, avocados are fine. Raw onions, not for me.
2: Okay. We're very close here. It's pretty much just switcheroo of the first two. So I'll just start backwards. I'm gonna cut guacamole as much as I like it. I really like it. But I'm basically going with how often I eat these and different ways in which I eat them. So with that in mind, I'm gonna bench queso because Oh hurts. It's not as versatile. It's just not as versatile and I don't have it as often. But I have salsa a lot. I feel and so I'm gonna start salsa because you get the little packet of salsa with your bean burrito or your breakfast burrito every day. You don't get a little pack of queso. It's true. So you're going to be missing out. You're going to be missing out on that little pack of salsa. And I get the onion thing because there are some places that are heavy on the onion, which is fine with me, but I I couldn't do without the little, little complimentary packets of salsa that come with my burritos at Cooper's drive in or, H E B
1: wherever I go. Taquitos at Whataburger, although they're it's picante sauce.
2: Yes, picante. Picante. Oh um, so this we'd like to hear what y'all think too. And, so, and we appreciate you guys because I've we haven't probably been as active, but I've noticed the comments on steak in the plane. So keep those up. Thanks a lot. That's those are fun to read for us.
1: Yeah, for sure. Sheer volume, yeah. I definitely eat a lot more salsa than queso. Um because anytime you go out somewhere. To a Tex-Mex, like they're gonna bring you chips and salsa. They're not gonna bring you chips and queso. You're like, oh, actually, I want, I want some queso. Um, I just, man, I, we've talked about it for so long. Like when you and I used to go, go have lunch, which we need to do a little bit more often, especially with the guys here in town. It's like, hey, who wants to get some queso? Yeah, yeah, you can get some queso. Let's do it.
2: Did you? Speaking of, did you know that H E B sells this thing where it's it's like pico cheese brisket and something else. And it's just in this pan that you can put in the oven and it will just slowly and beautifully turn into delicious queso with no effort.
1: No, I haven't. That actually sounds really good. The um, It's really good. <laughs> interestingly enough though, like a lot of my gripe with the H E B brand food heavy on the onion.
2: Oh, well, it just does have pico in it. So it probably does have quite a bit of onion. You could pick them out. You can get some tweezers.
1: I I, I wouldn't pick all of that other than that's too much work, but I would, I'd probably pull some. But if you are going to heat it up, it will probably cook a little bit, soften the onions a little Mm bit. Raw onion reminds me of just foul body odor.
2: Oh, oh, that's, I get it, but it's delicious. Onion's good. (laughs) Onion's great. Red onion is super good get those sweet Vidalia's Sammy Kershaw even had a song about it. Well, sort of it's about a, it's about a a mom and dad who thought it was a good idea to name their, their daughter Vidalia because their names were Violet and Dale. Yeah. I don't, you don't know that Sammy Kershaw song.
1: I don't even know who Sammy Kershaw is, man.
2: Oh my goodness. Okay. We got to look up. You got to listen to that later. It should be our intro song. Maybe we could get him to give us the rights. (laughs)
1: <laughs> Unlikely, um, <laughs> but yeah. So I that that sounds good, man. I'll have to go go check out H E B, see if I can find that. Make some brisket queso. Um, that sounds really good.
2: It's delicious. It's delicious. It's we've got some in the fridge right now. Had a little cookout this weekend. Made some pulled pork. That turned out good, and Allison got that brisket queso going, and that sure was nice.
1: Uh, we we've been, we've been eating on that leftover brisket I made. Uh, and I got some jarred queso to make some, some nachos. Cause it's just so much easier to do that. than like try to melt the cheese and get that perfectly or make your own, whatever. Brisket nachos have been a thing here at the 23 South compound. Yeah.
2: We're, we're going to be doing some pulled pork nachos tomorrow. It's pretty good. By golly.
1: Anyways. All right. That'll do it for us this week on the 23 personnel podcast. Next week, catch us. We're going to be talking about three games that we watched that we felt the season had turned, good or bad, but actually hadn't. For Michael, I'm Spencer. We'll catch you next time.